It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here on the check-in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. And I just wanted to give you this little update. We were expecting to have our guy on, Shukri Wrights. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it for this episode, so we had to reschedule with him. Hopefully, we'll be back on when the Jets play the Patriots again in a few weeks. But you'll probably hear throughout this episode that Greg, John, and myself, we were we were looking forward to, to talking, talking-ish with uh, Shukri so unfortunately that didn't happen, like I said, but we still give you that analysis for this Jets Patriots game. But just want to give you a little clarification that there will not be an interview with Shugri this episode, but still make sure to sit tight and enjoy. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. And with me, it's always my buddy McCoy's pal, the man of the plan, the one and only, the one and only John Malika. And with us always, the rock, the legend himself, video producer Greg. And all black for the all black week, Alex. We're here, ready to go. (laughs) Let's go, let's go, Greg. He came prepared. He knew what he knew what he was doing. I love it. I'm I'm glad you're carrying that energy. I I mean, we usually do the intro stuff, but you were we were brought up the jerseys. Let me ask you, dude. Let me ask. Let me ask you straight up right now. We are as stupid stitches as they come, right? When it comes to baseball, comes to football. Not really basketball because our team just usually loses. <laughs> Not this Damn. year, but in yeah, general, we're usually, we're usually stupid stitious when it comes to our sports teams. That's why we've been rocking the the white shirt, black pants, bro. And now, as you said, and green helmet, and green helmet, and green helmet. But this game was planned all year. Going home, we got the all black, the stealth black, like you said, with the with the brand new black helmet, the Brickshaw Ferguson day. Is that where were you? Does that worry you a little bit? No. Even a, an inch. Not at all, man. Spooky season. It's Halloween coming up. Ready okay. to go. We're blacked out. Ready to go for this game. Ooh, look at this Patriot man. He said, week. He, said uh, he said Halloween Eve spooky season. Jets about to do something big. Be on the lookout. Dude. I love it. Dude. I mean, talking about seeing ghosts, right? The last, the last game we saw with the Patriots was on Monday, short week. Both the quarterbacks seeing ghosts, man. They're trying to blame a wire. I mean, life is life is good. Uh, <laughs> life's, life's tough in New England. It's good for us right now. Oh yeah, man! Look, they just lost to the Chicago Bears earlier. They this didn't week. lose. They did not lose to the Chicago Bears. Oh yeah, you're right. They got demolished. <laughs> they got absolutely dismantled by the worst offense in the NFL. Molly whopped. <laughs> they can only Molly do one thing, well. John. They can only do one thing. So I'm happy we're here to talk about. It. We're happy to preview it. We gotta run the ball. We got to run the ball. Well, before we get into that, before we get into all that, let's let's take care of some housekeeping because earlier this week we got some bad oh. news, and we didn't get to really talk about it. Earlier this week, we found out that we we lost Brees Hall to an ACL tear. We lost Elijah Vera Tucker to a triceps tear, and Corey Davis is day to day. Now, with the event of Brees Hall being out for the year, the New York Jets, thanks to Joe Douglas and his willing and dealing. We got James Robinson here in house now from the Jacksonville Jaguars. But before we get into James Robinson, fellas, losing Brees Hall and AVT, that we're talking about two key factors, you know, two major key factors. We're talking about Brees Hall, who was on a 
you know, rookie of the year type campaign. And Elijah Varick Tucker, the most versatile lineman that we've had on this team, really playing every position that we needed and that we asked from him. Both these Best guys are down. The team, bro. Best player on the whole team. Yeah, facts. How are you guys feeling? I'm a little upset, man. I'm not only upset, I'm a little concerned going into this week, but not as concerned after getting James Robinson and just uh, looking at the Patriots, man, and how bad they are right now. I'm not, I'm concerned, but not as concerned as I would have been in the past if this was like the same old Patriots. So I'm going to open up to you guys. What do you feel, man? How do you feel about these losses? So we, we got on here, uh, as always, right after the game ended on, on Sunday. It was a four o'clock. Uh, we get on for the rapid reaction. We were supposed to be the happiest we've ever been ever, <laughs> right? The New York Jets have, have, uh, got their win total for the year on Vegas and we're five and two. <laughs> we got it by week seven. I mean, totally unbelievable. One and on in the division, four and oh on the road. And yet we're sad. And has nothing to do with, you know, the, the numbers from the quarterback. It has nothing to do with anything except for injuries. And we didn't know the extent of it. Like you said, it turned out to be catastrophic for both players. Brees Hall, we kind of knew it. We were trying to be a little optimistic, especially because of Zach Wilson knee stuff, you know, earlier in the mm-hmm. year. We're like, all right, mm-hmm. like, let's just wait. We never know. You know, they were, they were kind of hinting at something, but the AVT stuff, man, that's, that's a real shocker. That's that a dagger a through my heart, bro. That's a real, da- the tearing your triceps, first of all, is a scary injury. Like just by itself, that is a scary injury, especially for a lineman. But losing him for the year, I mean, I didn't see him get hurt. I didn't see him leave. I didn't, we didn't hear anything really about him post game. He just the- left and it was like medical tent, done out. And it was like, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe like two, three weeks. You know, maybe five weeks come, you know, towards the end of the season after the year is, is, is crazy, man. Luckily for us, we have George Fant coming back, hopefully in two weeks. We have Max Mitchell, maybe hopefully coming back in two weeks after that bye. So things are looking up a little bit. I'm concerned. Nate Herbig's fine at right guard. We got this guy, Cedric. Oh, I'll just call him Cedric OG, <laughs> right? I, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he's from the Bengals. Hopefully he, he's a nice, um, Plug and play there. Joe Douglas, I trust his O-line stuff. So here we are, man. The O-line, uh, it's a work in progress. We're going to have to get over it. The season can't be over because we lost a guard. Nope. Right? At the end of the, you know, he was filling in for a right tackle, but he's a guard, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we, uh, the season can't be over. The season could be over if you can't run the ball, especially because that's all we do correctly, right? Which is a problem for the offensive line. But thank God we got James Robinson, who's really young who we've had our eye on for a couple of years. Like if you go back into our, t- our uh, Twitter, uh, you know, and you search like James Robinson and us, we were all over him when he was a free agent. We wanted him uh, on the Jets. So I don't feel great, but at this point I'm over it. Like it's Wednesday. The coach, the loss press conferences have been amazing. Even when he announced this, like Greg, I know you, I know you're losing to every single press conference. So I'm curious about your take. Bobby Salah, man. When he got on the presser and he's like, the first thing he said was, we lost AVT. He's out for the year. We lost a lot. You know, we lost, uh, Brees Hall. He's out for the year. Like he's just as devastated as we are. He just wanted to get it out of the way and just move on. And uh, this team, dude, for some crazy reason, I, it's a perfect week for it to be Patriots week. 
I'm not underselling the New England mm. Patriots. I don't give a damn what happened last Monday. I'm excited about it. I'm going to talk about it later at the end here. But I don't give a damn about it. It means nothing. Honestly, the, the Jets should bury that tape. Okay? This is going to be a whole brand new team. The last time we played New England, we lost by 50. Okay? And they were going doing go routes when we were down by 30. Okay? We lost our two best players. Our players are going to have to step up. Our GM believes in us. Our GM believes in this team, and he made that very clear by trading a fifth-slash-sixth-round pick. I hope it's a fifth-round pick for James Robinson. So um, I feel okay, man. This Corey Davis thing, we all knew he was going to be out during the year. We knew it. We knew It was just, it was just a matter of when, not if. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to get into this Elijah Moore stuff, but he's back. So I feel, I feel okay, man. I, I feel okay going into this New England game. And it's really because of the GM – having confidence in this team and putting his money where his mouth is. It's because of Bobby Sala and his press conferences. And his, and I honestly do think that he believes in this team. And we haven't seen anything yet from our quarterback, so hopefully that could do something. And we have the most legit defense I've, ever, I, I've, I've experienced since the Revis. Honestly, since the Revis defense and Rex Ryan, we haven't had this solid of a defense. Obviously, special teams is unreal. I'm feeling okay, man. Alex, I understand your trepidation, but I feel okay. Mm. Greg, you're usually somewhere in the middle. How you feeling, man? How you feeling with these injuries, with these with these acquisitions? That week eight. Yeah, I mean, dude, the injuries I think obviously are devastating. It's our best offensive player and the rookie of the year front runner. So that's tough. Both young guys, you know, ABT in his second year and then uh uh Brees in his first year, so um, the, you know, it's tough, but it's, it's, it's football. It's, it, it is what it is. Like, if you're going to be a good team and you're going to compete, you need to have depth. We obviously have depth. We, I, you tweeted out earlier this week, John, you talked about it in group chats. I'm, I'm in on Bam Knight. I think he looked good in the preseason. I was I ready for him Knight, to play bro. sometimes. We were talking in the preseason of who we're keeping between Ty Johnson, Bam Knight, and Tevin Coleman. I was a Bam Knight guy. So I'm with you on it, man. Um, Obviously, Joe Douglas felt a different way and felt like we needed more depth with James Robinson. It's the Brian, you know, whoever the linebacker was that we traded, some no-name guy. Blake Cashman. Yeah, Blake Cashman, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I want to say Brian Cashman, but I knew that was the wrong guy. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so so Blake Cashman, we trade him for James Robinson. I mean, that's a steal in my mind. Yes, he's coming off an injury. Yes, it's going to take some time to get used to this offense, but we have Michael Carter. We have Bam. We have to run the football. Zach Wilson's running for his life. The offense, the offensive line scares me. It did not look good after AVT went out. Didn't really look great before AVT went out. So I'm nervous about that for sure. But if we're going to compete before the season, we talked about being in the hunt. I think in the long term, I'm not concerned about being in the hunt. I'm concerned about playoff runs. I feel like we have the all the staff and the GM to do that. So whatever happens this season happens this season. I I already think it's a success if Zach Wilson could show something in the back half of the season. But to me, injuries, they suck, but we have to get through it. We have to deal with it. Dude, we've been dealing with it all season. Five offensive linemen on the uh injured reserve already this season. It's it's a problem, but once everyone comes back, once everyone's healthy, we'll have a whole bunch of guys. So and five of those are tackles. I mean, that must be that, that's an unprecedented number. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, Max Mitchell, I think he looked pretty good before he went down. I think he's yeah, going to be back. Yeah, especially in the I run think, game. Especially yeah. in the run game. Fant looked good. You know, Fant looked good too. So 
when these guys get back and get going, I think it's going to be good. I saw Dwayne Brown on the injury report, limited participant this week. I think he's going to be limited probably most weeks. Yep. But we need him. We need the guys that are on the team now to stay healthy. So yeah. hoping for a healthy week, hoping, hoping for a good week. Not too worried right now. Worried about this week, not worried about last week. Let's focus on this Patriots team because, to your point, we have to exercise some demons here. We have to be Bill Belichick and the Patriots, especially at home. That's a fact. And with John's now changed tone from being concerned, you know, after the game where, well, Greg, I mentioned on last pod too, where if John's feeling was questioning the Elijah Moore not getting a reception that day, even though he got one, it was called back. And then last week he's like, I'm concerned, man. And now he's feeling better. I could be a little bit more confident going into this weekend. All right. Let's go. I could be a little yeah. more confident. Let's go. And Greg, but you mentioned Bam Knight. Yo, he's on the roster. He yeah, is on the he roster. got activated. Yeah. yeah, he got activated. Look, we need depth, man. Greg's talking about we need depth. We have depth. It's now utilizing the offensive line. Biggest concern. I mean, the left side, from our center to the left side, it should be fine. You still got McGovern. You got Tomlinson. You got Dwayne Brown. It's Nate Herbig. It's Mike Remmers. I you know, this run is, left, boys. Run left. Cedric OG, baby. Let's go. Let's see what he got. <laughs> this is the, what, you know, this is where you start. Uh, let's go. Let's see what happens. Hey, James Robinson, if you can get some action in there today, Michael Carter, we need you to play. You need you to step up, man. More than we've asked before, before, uh, before, but here's the thing, dude. We're playing literally the top sack leader in the NFL. I know, which is even crazier, but let's, let's get into James Robinson then because he's the new addition. You know, we saw him suit up today. Short week for him. I don't expect him to get that much action, especially since he, you know, but he, I expect him to be utilized, but I expect this to be a Michael Carter day more than a James Robinson day. Greg, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I think in, terms it's been sna- in terms of snaps or in terms of production snaps, I think snaps wise, it's going to go Michael Carter, Bam Knight, and then Robinson. If Robinson's even suiting up, I don't Over know. Ty Johnson, will. we saw Ty Johnson get some touches last week. Really? Yeah, and I mean that's the thing. You have to you have to get guys in there that know the playbook. I mean Robinson's going to be good in the long run for us. Right. Um, but you know I don't see I don't expect too much from him this week. Michael Carter was great in the past game last week. He was great rushing the ball. He we he we've seen it last year. He's had some big runs. He's had some big plays. He can be explosive. He can find his lane and he could hit it. So. You know, I'm expecting big things from Michael Carter. I'm expecting big things from this offense because, again, you know, there's talk online about Zach Wilson this, Zach Wilson that. If we keep playing lights out defense, we keep doing great on special teams, and we can run the football, Zach Wilson, in my mind, can complete 10 passes for 100 yards and no touchdowns every single week because <laughs> we'll be in a position to win those games. John, well, some of those go to Elijah Moore, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Alex? I said, what are your thoughts what are your on thoughts James on the Robinson, man? You think he's going to get, you think he's going to give us some big production plus snaps? Is that what you're thinking? Here's the thing. I, the, I'm with you guys when it comes to actual production. Mm-hmm. Right? I could see it definitely go like Michael Carter, uh, getting the most yards slash catches and then maybe Bam Knight getting a couple carries and then maybe Robinson getting like five total, you know, what between carries and receptions slash targets. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I totally see that. But in terms of snaps, Dude, like out of respect, you're gonna have Ty Johnson uh in there on first down, I believe, because he can't be Michael Carter. Like Michael Carter can't block. So when it's a, when when it's when it's a, when it's a when it's a passing down, you can't have Michael Carter in there. You just can't. So are you gonna put Bam Knight in there? I don't know. 
you could put Ty Johnson in there. He's, he's been blocking. Sometimes he wins. Sometimes he blocks. He definitely, he, you know, he's on and off about catching. Sometimes it hits him in the face. Sometimes he drops it. Sometimes he catches it. <laughs> yeah, he hits him in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he, yeah. it's on and off. James Robinson, to be honest with you, I've been looking a lot today to try to find out if he blocks. I couldn't find anything definitive. I'm beyond, like, I, I was trying to look, trying even to go back and watch some games. You can to be honest, Joe Douglas couldn't trade for a running back that couldn't block, right? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's that's why he made the trade for James Robinson. So the only, the thing that I've seen on Jets Twitter, on the Jets YouTubes, in the Jets comment section everywhere, people are like, why don't we trust Michael Carter? Like, what's the issue here? We have Carter, we got Ty Johnson, we got this rookie Bam Knight who was the, the, the king of NC State last year. NC State stinks without him, right? Like, And he did great in the preseason. Like, what's the problem? Why are we trading draft picks? And it's because we need a blocker. So in terms of production, I agree with you guys. You know, it could be Carter's and then depending on whether how we feel about Johnson, Knight, kind of depending on who dresses. And then, you know, Robson being last out of respect. I totally get it, especially after the more thing last week. LaFleur, LaFleur is definitely being careful about like whose numbers being called. I, I have to believe that. But dude, if he blocks, if James Robinson blocks, forget forget the run. If he blocks, all of our running backs can run, by the way. They can all yes. run. Yes. If he can block, we're not going to skip a beat, which is crazy. Because best offensive player in Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive rookie of the year in Brees Hall. That, 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 that's my thing. I'm ecstatic, man. I am ecstatic. We're going to have two tight ends. We're going to have a runner in there to block. I, I am very excited about running the ball against this Patriots team because again, top sack leader, wide receivers are thin. <laughs> like just run the damn ball, man. Run the damn ball. And get rid thing- of it quick. Get rid of it quick. If you have to pass, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, quick, quick, quick. Yeah. But we can't, we can't have real passing downs. I don't want to see us in shotgun once. I'm not even joking. I don't want to see the Jets in shotgun one time this entire game well the good thing about robinson right is that he's also a guy who can catch out of the backfield like michael carter so and just looking at the stats you know robinson's rookie season was a thousand yard rusher got 344 yards through the air as well out of 60 targets called 49 receptions averaging seven yards per reception and he did 7.2 yards per reception the following year still catching a high percentage 81.7 percent rookie season 67.4 this year 81.8 percent so this guy can catch out of the backfield. He can run. He can, he can receive. He can do all those things. So it's like, it's not that we didn't get a slouch in there. I think people question, who are questioning why it's still, you want depth, right? Like you got Brees Hall this year. You still have, uh, you still have Bam Knight, but the good thing is that you have depth. You can throw rotation in there, right? Ty Johnson's the veteran who's, who's just knows the playbook and they need somebody that they can rely on in a pinch, but you're getting Robinson because this team has been so successful on the run game that you don't want to deviate too far from that and just ask Zach Wilson to be the quarterback that has to throw 35 times to to win a game. We're not there yet, so why don't we still like wean him in and look? I don't want to ever be as, there, Alex. I don't want to ever be there. We we saw what happens when this offense throws 65 times a game. I don't. Understand you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. That. I'm not saying for this year. I'm saying in the future. Yeah. At some point, he's going to have to be the guy that carries the team. This season, we don't have to ask that from him. He's in year two. We don't have to force that. All right, so that's we all needed to verse Pittsburgh, and he did it. That's all I'm going to say. He can do. Look, man, he can play in big moments. Look, he passed to Michael Carter to help get the first down against the Denver Broncos to get a field goal. Right, he helped make. He helped made winning plays last week. 
it, it's not going to, sh- if you just watch the game, people who are just like watching the box score, you got to watch the game and see what he's doing. He's getting pressure because the O-line wasn't doing too well against Denver. Granted, Denver has a good defense, but when you watch and he gets time protection, the numbers show that he can complete the pass and he can make, he just do it. Right. So that's not even a question. It's we've had a strong run game for the last couple of weeks. Let's make sure we keep a strong run game moving forward because that's why we've been successful and that's why you make this trade. And for Brees Hall, man, it's an ACL. He could be out for a year. You don't want to rush rush him back either. And if you got talent, you got talent. And that's a that's a that's a next year thing to figure out. What you want to do with James Robinson or whoever? As of right now, they're competing five and two. You don't want to derail that just because everyone starts getting injured. I I, I don't agree with that. You got to keep that culture building moving forward. Where it's a winning culture now. I love that. Well, Let me just build on that real quick. There's a little bit of positivity in me that once the season ends, it's going to end at some point. I don't think it's going to be, you know, in Arizona. I mean, at some point the NFL season does end, John. No, yeah. but I don't think it's going to be, in, I don't think it's going to be in Hot Arizona. Take. I'm just going to, I'm just going to assume that it's not going to be, it's going to end earlier than that. We're going to be annoyed. We're going to be disappointed. And the first thing I'm going to turn to is next year, AVT is coming back. Next year, Breeze Hall is coming back. So, and we still have all our draft picks. I, I already know. Like, and the cool. last thing about AVT is Willie Colon today talked about how he had the torn triceps and he was able to come in and be fine. We all know about the ACL stories, especially with running backs in the NFL since AP, let's say. Yep. So this, I'm going to, I'm going to be positive after we lose, depending on how it goes. I'm just telling you right now, because of these injuries, it's like we yeah. have new draft picks coming in next year. One last thing too on Robinson too. He also tore his ACL. So yep. I think he's a great person to have in a locker room to talk with Brees Hall, go through the process with Brees Hall so he can understand and talk to someone that's done it before. Also, he's a restricted free agent. So we have a chance, we have a good chance, a better chance at signing him next year. And to your point, John, looking at the backfield of Brees Hall, James Robinson, and Michael Carter, that's a huge upgrade from where we were a year ago in just two seasons with one draft pick. Yeah. And what did we trade? It was like a, it's a six round, but it's like a conditional fifth, right? Could yeah, be fifth hope, based on the I, amount of production. I think he has to I hope the gods are fifth. I'm praying it's a fifth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That means Jim Rob, James Robinson's killing. Yeah, nah, for sure. And who do you really draft in the fifth and sixth round anyway? You can get lucky, but hey, I I hear you. You can get lucky, but when's the last time someone got lucky? Max Mitchell was fourth. Yeah, fourth. fourth. I think I think the first four rounds you can find good people. Fifth and sixth guys, those are tough. Seventh round guys are tough. That's all I'm saying. You know, we don't draft in the seventh round. We we the Jets literally do not. (laughs) Yeah, Joe Douglas is allergic to it. Yeah, he's like he's like that's too long of (laughs) drafting. I can only do six. He's like, I want to get out of here. This this is fun. That's really what it is, probably. He's like, look, man. But dude, all I'm saying is, you trade a sixth round pick for a proven commodity in the NFL. You know what you're getting. No, you got to. That's 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 a great deal, man. Great deal for the Jets. But John mentioned on somebody coming back and Mike Lafleur making sure he calls his number. And look, we even saw the video of Elijah Moore and Michael Floor dapping dap, each other up. The dap hurt around the shout world. Out, shout out to Connor Hughes. You know, he says Michael Floor is not a handshake guy. He's a big dap guy. I don't ever think I saw Michael Floor dap, uh, handshake anybody but, in my life. But he went in for the fist bump first. He, 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 the, the quick switch up. He went in for the fist bump. The quick switch up to the dap. I mean, things are good. Like that, you, everybody knows that first interaction after you have some sort of beef with, with someone that everybody knows about. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. like, you know that there's some, there's some, so you want it to go smooth. It went perfectly. And that shout out to Bobby Sala. Like, Yo. this all happened after Moore and LaFleur fought. And that's why this whole thing blew up. After that, we have Sauce Gardner. 
you know, making Bible tweets. We got Elijah Moore with the Bible tweets. We have subs from we have Sauce Posey. Gardner. We have Sauce Gardner talking subs about everybody. Everybody, dude. Everybody's talking about it. The we had Damian, we had Damian Woody out here commenting for both sides. So it's uh, you know, everyone and their grandmother came out and had had something to say about it, and rightfully so. But then we have the question today, which I have to read from a uh, new beat reporter for the Athletic, Zach Rosenblatt. Someone asked uh, Robert. Asked Robert Sala if did Elijah Moore still want to be traded, and uh, Bobby Sala said, "I don't know. I didn't ask him." Which I'm like, "Who's asking these questions, man? Who, who's going in so there? Be like, hey, did, by the way, did you ask if Elijah Moore still wants to be traded? Like, who who asked that? It's like going up to no. your girlfriend, like, "Hey, did you still want to break up with me today?" <laughs> like, <what was> <laughs> I mean, like it was a, it was a good question, like the way he came out, like it was a good follow up, like, "Hey, did you talk to him? Yeah, like, does he still want to trade?" It's honestly that's. That's kudos to him. That's kudos to the coach and how he's able to navigate the press conferences, right? I mean, yeah. it's not too long ago that we had to listen to Todd Bowles. Like, go listen to the Todd Bowles press conference from last week after the Tampa game. Ooh. It's the worst thing I've ever heard of. My, I, li- I, I literally went back. Like, I, I, I went back to being a Jets fan, watching Todd Bowles just stare at me <laughs> for the entire game and then just say nothing like he's Bill Belichick, you know, and we're losing games. And speaking of Bill Belichick, his press conference today was the worst thing I've ever heard. This guy, everybody's telling me he's the best coach to ever walk the earth. He's about to break the re- he's about to tie the record or break the record to be second versus the Jets and wins. Oh my! It's it, 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 his his son is with him. His he learned from his dad. He's amazing. He has the rings. Everything is great about Bill Belichick, right? He can't draft. Nobody wants to talk about that. And he has. <laughs> The worst, the worst press conferences of all time. He's the biggest jerk I've ever seen today. Ask him about his fumble, his, his absolute fumble with the quarterbacks. And he's talking about, oh, we're going to see today. We're going to see today. And then like, okay, what do you want to see? I don't know. We're just going to see. Yeah. Like, okay, like there's that. And then there's like players like, oh, we don't even know who the players like, dude, we don't even know who's going to play quarterback. And then we have Bobby Sala, who is, here, he, he's sticking up for Elijah Moore. He's sticking up for all his players. He sticks up for Makai Becton. He sticks up for Elijah Moore. He sticks up for Brees. You know, he's upset just as we are when, when, um, AVT goes down and Brees Hall goes down. He's not giving us the, okay, yeah, next man up, you know, uh, yeah, just do your job. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what Todd Bowles would tell me too. Oh, yeah, you know, you just got to do better and execute. Uh, oh, well, no. You <laughs> like, you know, so you <laughs> I think this is all about our coach. We were so hard on Ulbrick from day one. He is, we have one of the best defenses in the league. We were so hard on Bobby Sala. He has us at five and two, four and oh on the road, one and oh in the division with now two quarterbacks, <laughs> some with Flacco, now Zach Wilson. He's on his fifth tackle. He had one wide receiver try to quit last week. Like, you know what I mean? The, the guy is holding it down, of course, with Boyer and the special teams, man. So. I think this is all like I'm so happy Elijah Moore is back. I think he's gonna play a big role in this offense. But it's all credit to Bobby Sala, man. It's all everything right now is credit to Coach Sala. And if it wasn't for Brian Dable killing it with the Giants, if it wasn't for the Eagles being six and zero, Sala would be up there on with the Coach of the Year talk, in my opinion. And that that's that's the Elijah Moore situation is like the top of the list for me. Well, yeah, I mean. I'm just happy to have Elijah Moore back. I mean, we saw that he could have been used 
last week last against week. the Bronco against the Broncos. Like, we really needed him. This week we need him. Although we're playing against a stingy pass defense, okay? And I'm not expecting Zach Wilson to go out here and uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers up everything and just, you know, old Aaron Rodgers, I should say. Old Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> not new Aaron, not not latest Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking Listen, about man, Aaron Rodgers in his heyday. <laughs> I don't think the I don't think the Patriots are stingier than the Broncos. I don't even think it's close, especially in the secondary. I like, agree with that, but they're still, like, but they're still pretty stingy sec, uh, second, secondary that they got over there. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, 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 I know I said I'm going to throw out last week in the trash, but if Justin Fields can throw against the New England Patriots, like I have to believe <laughs> somewhere in my heart that Zach Wilson can, can throw for first downs, like third and shorts, we can convert as long as you contain number nine. Number nine, I hope that our offensive linemen, they go to sleep thinking about Judon. They wake up thinking about Judon. When they close their eyes, they just see a big number nine in their head. Like That's all I care about <laughs> this week. That's like oh, that's all I'm focused on is stop Judon. If we stop Judon, we're going to kill this game. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Do you think Absolutely. Elijah Moore is going to be productive or do you think it's going to be a bunch of nonsense, guys? Uh, do, you think, do you think it's going to be he's like... I think produce. I don't I think see he'll, why I not. think he'll produce. I think he's going to get more involved this week. On the, he's going to be more involved this week. You know, it just comes down to Zach Wilson. Will he get enough time to connect with Elijah Moore? And this is where yeah. you wonder if, well, if, if the line can hold up. I think Zach Wilson can connect with Elijah Moore and they will be fine. So they're going to get him. I, I predict the second play of the game. The first play is going to be a run uh, just to see what, to see what's up. <laughs> right. And I think the second play of the game legit will go to Elijah Moore just to shut everybody up because the stadium is going to be. Electric. Jet Life Stadium this week is going to be electric, man. Like Miami really game is. was the best game I've ever been to at MetLife. And it was because we were doing okay. We were desperate for a win. Now we're actually good. We're going to be rocking, man. And we can't have animosity towards one of our players. The Yankees, you know, they, they saw firsthand with Aaron Judge. The Knicks saw it last year firsthand. With Julius Randle. And the Jets are about to see it with Elijah Moore if, 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 he, if, if he doesn't get involved early this week, honestly. So I'm looking for him to get involved early. And I'm looking for Braxton Berrios to run one back to the house. But that's a different story for a different day. Let's go. Are you, worried about teams. are you worried about Zach Wilson this week? Are you worried about Zach Wilson at all? Greg, uh, are, you, are you worried about him, Greg? I'm, dude, I'm worried about his health because he's run for his life. I mean, that Broncos game, uh, to your point, Alex, when people, if you go back and you just read the box score and you look at the stats, it doesn't paint a third of the picture of what happened in the game. Yes, there wasn't big explosive plays. There was big plays he made with his feet to avoid 15-yard sacks where guys were coming in slash not touched. <laughs> slash yeah, slash, yeah. Yeah. slash season The fact injury. that he was able to avoid two sacks and just spin his way out, like running 20 yards backwards, was insane. Dude, yeah, that, multiple that, times. That like, left-handed, like, I don't even know, shovel pass when you like literally had to avoid every single person on the line was one of the scariest plays I've ever experienced. Dude, I thought... <laughs> I, I, geez, that's why, like, when it comes to this week, you're like, I'm like, I'm concerned about the line and, like, the Patriots... Like they got a good defense. But the one not thing about great. the Patriots, man, and we can get into this right now. Let's get let's get into this whole Patriots talk. Because I'm not worried about Zach Wilson either. I think he'll be fine. Actually, wait, 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 Greg. Yeah, we got Shugri coming up next. Greg, do you think do you think that Zach is gonna be the issue? You think he's gonna throw turnovers? I don't think so. I think he's gonna be fine. I think that the thing with the Chicago Bears is that like they had like five, I don't know, designed runs for um 
for their QB. So I'm not sure what we're going to do to replace that. We have to run against them. And I don't want Zach Wilson running the football. So it worries me a little bit. Uh, Fields had like, I think like 80 yards rushing, 60 yards rushing, something like that. Maybe even more. Um, I don't want Zach Wilson running as a primary option. I want our running backs to be doing that. He's going to have to run to avoid the pressure of Judon. Cause of course I bet Judon last year to lead the league in sacks and this year he's doing it. So that's how gambling goes. And the offensive line's beat up. So I think Zach Wilson is going to be fine. I don't, I don't see a turnover problem because he hasn't done it yet. Like, you know, I think he's going to be fine. I just don't think he's going to light it up. I think he's going to get his first passing touchdown. I think he's going to get a passing touchdown, maybe to Elijah Moore this week. I think he's going to really write the ship, bring everyone back to your point. We can't be booing our own guys. Like Jets Twitter was funny for a day or two. It can't go on all season. It's like, dude, we got to get over this. Elijah Moore has to get over this. And we have to move on because we have too good of a defense. We have too good of special teams to be fumbling around and wasting it on the offense, just not being able to produce and get anything going. And so it's Patriots week. So yeah. let's get it. So let's get into. So let's get into this game. Let's, let's let's get into this game then, because I think I agree with you. I agree with you, Greg. I think Zach Wilson is going to quiet everybody and get that pass touchdown this week. But if we're going to be playing the Patriots, the one thing I've noticed is that they're actually not that great against the run. And this is like a prime opportunity for the Jets to come in, continue to run on them because the pass defense is the Patriots strong suit. But being able to run on this team is going to be key for this week for the New York Jets once again. So when we talked about it, we got, you got James Robinson. You got Michael Carter, who's probably going to get the designated start. Um, you got Ty Johnson. You got Bam back there. We got all, we got a lot of versatility in the backfield. We just need the offensive line to create the opening so that way our running backs can get through. And then once that happens, you can get some play action in there. You can start opening up the playbook, get some passing going. Then we can start seeing that, you know, that Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson touchdown that will correct everything and make everybody happy. We'll make Elijah Moore happy. Zach Wilson will be happy because he has another <laughs> passing touchdown instead of just holding on to one. Michael Ford will be happy because his wide receiver will be happy. And then the fans will be happy because Zach Wilson threw a touchdown. Elijah Moore should be now content to some extent. Sure. What a world. What a world. I love, man. I love, I love that. I love that fantasy land, uh, you know, expectation. I, I hope it happens. But the last time the Patriots came into town, Zach Wilson threw four interceptions. You know what I mean? And I, I remember, I remember specifically going through each and every one of them. Two of them were bad. <laughs> Two yeah. of them specifically were very bad. So the Patriots are going to dare Wilson to throw. So I'll, I'll toss it up to you, Greg. What, what do you think about Wilson throwing? And you we were just talking about uh, Wilson and his health. Right? And, you know, we saw what Justin Fields did. Do you think that there's going to be some designed runs for Zach Wilson out here? Kind of like the option, too? I mean. I don't think so just because you have to protect him. I mean, I was just looking at the box score from uh, Monday night's game. Fields ran the ball 14 times for 80 yards. Three players on the Bears had over 60 yards. Yeah, then Montgomery had 15 attempts, 60, and then Herbert had 12 attempts and 60. So they had 240 rushing yards. That's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. So that's why their defensive rushing statistics are skewed off because they got absolutely manhandled <laughs> by the Chicago Bears. It's not very often you can say that about a team, and I'm happy it's the Patriots I'm saying it about. But it's the Bears. They're tanking. They literally traded Robert Quinn today for a fourth-round pick. Like, it makes no <laughs> sense. It makes no sense, but it happens. So passing wise, I, I like think this making sense. The Patriots suck. All right. Let's just make that. That, that makes sense. They're three. That does make right? sense. I cannot physically say that until this. We play them two times in three weeks. I mean, we're going to find Crazy. out exactly where we stack up, but this, 
Zach Wilson losing in Foxborough after after the Patriots buy, even though it's our buy, that's one thing. Coming yeah, in right, right now. now, the Jet Life Stadium, in hot. the Stealth Black with the Brickishaw Ferguson. Like this is this is it. This is this is it for us. Like if we can't win this game, it's gonna go down. We're gonna be five and five before we even blink. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I think to just wrap up the, the Zach Wilson stuff real quick. I want to think on that, dude. I think I saw some tweet out there. It was like the NFL statistics over uh, from last year to this year and how they, how they changed. One of the big things that's down is air yards, like passing yards. But one thing that's up a lot is yak yards, like run after the catch. So I really do think it's going to be like Elijah Moore, quick hitters, Braxton Barrios, quick hitters, Conklin, quick hitters. Get these guys in space. Give them the ball. Let them run. We saw Michael Carter last week had to broke a big one. Like, just get these, get the ball out of your hands to your point, John, quick. So Judon is not a problem. The rest of his defense is a problem. Zach Wilson, I don't think he's going to launch it down the field for 30, 50 yard passes, but I think he's going to, it's going to start adding up if these guys can run the ball after the catch. Denzel Mims season. Maybe one or two deep to him just to give it a shot. No block, no rock. Last Dude. week he did. Last week he was fine. Dude, he was great. CJ Uzama and Denzel Mims are going to be huge in the blocking game, man. Yeah, and we need it. Yeah, especially for this week. All right. Well, before we get out of here, guys, what do we think this? Uh, well, we got the thing that we know. Coming on. The thing that we know that's going to show up this week. Before I say we go, is the team defense. All right. Yeah. That's going to show up. Who's who, the quarterback? I think they said it's going to be uh, McCorkle, right? He's going to be quarterbacking back there. It's going to be good, man. Give me I'm McCorkle sure you guys... Jones, baby. Give me McCorkle Jones. And give me That's Zappy, Zeppy, whoever, Peppy, Wapu. I don't care who's back there. Give me Zappy Hour in the second half. Give me Mac Jones. I don't like, oh, this is, this is everything we wanted. If we. Listen, if we lose to the it's Patriots. It's set up for the Jets, man. It really is set up for the Jets. If we lose to the Patriots, no problem. If we get killed by the Patriots, and then we have the Bills next week at home, bye week, and then we go into Foxborough, I'm telling you, we're going to be down bad real quick. We're going to go from the, the, the NFL's darling to we're going to be in the hunt. <laughs> and, and we're going to be five and five. Like, okay, what's going on here with this wild card? Like, that, that's going to happen real quick. So it's a, it's a big game for our morale. It's the Brickshaw Ferguson day. Like, that has to, that has to mean something. Uh, for, for the Jets organization, like one of our biggest tenured linemen, uh, we're going to be indestructible hyped. linemen. We're going to be high. <laughs> yeah. There, there's no, and we're, we're dogs at home. We're dogs at home to a team that lost by 37. And also the Chicago Bears kneeled the ball at the two yard line out of respect for these loser New England Patriots. After I, first of all, I love Jones on the Bears. Calling out New England, like, yeah, I've heard they're still deflating balls. I'm going to check them all. You're like, you better not mess with them. Then what happens? They lose by 35. Like, I, I'm just saying. And wait, like, wait, 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 John, where did they lose to the Chicago Bears 33 to 14? Where? What Fox arena? Bro, bro. Exactly. They got stomped out in their own home. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And the last time. It's not the first the time Jets, they got stomped out in their own home. The last the time the Jets were too. in Foxborough. Last time the Jets were in Foxborough, Alex. And I remember like it was freaking yesterday. We lost, was a 54 to 3? 54 to 13? What was the stupid score? Three, right? I don't think 13. 13. 13. 13. They were throwing go routes up 30 points. 
Like, I hate this team more than anything. I hate Bill Belichick. And if we're winning, if we, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the dumbest thing I've ever said on this podcast. If we, if, if the, yesterday's game, the Monday night game, it's exactly the Jets versus the Patriots and we're up by whatever 30 and we're on the two yard line and we need a ball. I'm going to be furious at the New York Jets. I am honestly going to come here flipping tape. I'm going to be so pissed about nah, this. It's got to be straight murder. If we're, be, if we're that, murdering them, might be the dumbest thing I ever said. Run it up to 70. There's, there's no, there's no mercy for this team. None. I don't None give a damn that we're playing them in two weeks. I don't care if it's bulletin board material. We better, if we have the chance, if it's possible, we better keep our foot on the gas. <laughs> I don't want to need the ball. I do not want to need the ball. Unless it's a close game and we have it, we're just trying to kill the clock. I do not want, I do not want to kneel it. The sand. I, I hate agree, man. I'm so excited for Jet Life Stadium. So with that, so with that being said, what are you guys' predictions this week before Bring we- Bring me Shukri rights. I, I have a bone to pick with Shukri, bro. Bring me Shukri well, rights. Before we get, before we get to the Shukri segment, what do we, as, as us do, what do we predict this game, uh, to be? And, and John, to your point, yes, we lost that battle the last time the New York Jets defeated the New England Patriots was back in 2015. To the as we saw today, roaming around the Twitter streets on Jets Twitter was the idiotic moment when the Patriots decided to kick to the New York Jets instead of receiving overtime, and the Jets decided to march down with a Quincy Anunua reception, then a Brandon Marshall reception, and an Eric Decker touchdown that the New York Jets would defeat the Patriots twenty six to twenty in overtime. That was in twenty fifteen, and the last time we defeated the Patriots was also in overtime in twenty thirteen. Yeah, man, that's what happens when, you know, you get a touchdown by Austin Severian Jenkins and they call it back and give the ball to the other team on the 20-yard line. It's tough Damn to win ballgames. It's tough so. to beat the other team in the rest. I was saying it last week when we were playing Denver. I'm going to be saying it again, I'm sure, this week when we're playing New England. It's tough to beat the other team and the refs. So who, they're just what? talking golf, bro. They're just talking golf. Yeah, they're just, oh, just, oh, Texas A&M alum to Texas A&M alum. What's your golf game like? Yeah, nothing to do with Tom Brady. No, nothing to do with Not signing, signing stuff. So what? So John, I'm gonna start with you. What What is your score prediction this week? I'm thinking. I don't even know what the over under is. We got winning picks weekly coming up here, so I know I know I'll know soon. But I got the under, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I'm gonna go with seven, seventeen. 13. Over under right now is forty and a half. Perfect. Seventeen thirteen. That sounds. That sounds pretty good. By the way, uh, Jets are two and a half underdogs. So it's that unreal. It's crazy. Dude, Check out Wedding Picks about Weekly. That Picks Weekly. I'm Check out. About that. <laughs> Give me the hammer the money line. It's plus what one are we talking about? We've been doing it every week, Alex. We've been doing it every week. We're All right, Greg. On the freaking what, road. What, what do we, what do you got, Greg? I'm going to go a little unconventional because I see the graphic every week of the experts picking games. I think we had a guest on a few weeks ago who did it when we were predicting scores, and they threw out the number 22. Yes. That's such a hard number, unless I'm missing something, to get to football-wise. That's that's a Jets-Bills score twice in a row. So next week, I promise you, my score, I'll tell you right now, regardless of this week, is going to be Jets 22, Bills 17. Because that's always the score with the Jets and the Bills. right? happened like two times in a row when they wore the... The, the colorblind the, game the, the on Christmas, Thursday night. The Christmas Day colors. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I, I, so I guess I'm a week ahead of it because I just see it so much as a number in my head. It's the signs. It's whatever you want it to be. So I'm going Jets 22, All right. Patriots 13. Jets 22, Patriots 13. 
I'm waking with John saying, John, you chose 17, 13. Is that what you yeah. chose? Two touchdowns. Uh, it could be 16. Like, 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 you know, a bunch more field goals. I like the 17. I like 17 too. <laughs> I like the 17. This is, I'm going to go 17, 10, 17, 10, New York Jets with the victory. I don't see McCorkle throwing on us. Zappy hour. There's a chance see, it gets out of hand. Zappy, Mappy, Peppy. I Listen, don't care. For it's some stupid reason, Ripon decided <laughs> to throw at Sauce Gardner. Do it again. I was screaming in Green Bay. Everyone was laughing around me. Don't throw the one. Don't throw the one. Don't throw the one. They threw the one the one time. Was laughing around me because this is about to be an interception. Do not throw to Sauce Gardner. If you throw to your back and DJ Reed is coming, he's going to light up the player. Like, Ramondre Stevenson is going to get lit up this game. Look, Damian man, Harris is going to get lit look, up. Let me just say, let me tell you right this. Right now, Mac Jones, 67 McCorkle, completions please. out of 103 attempts, two TDs, six interceptions. He sucks. He's, he's going to try, he's going to try sauce. He's going to try it. Do it. It's going to happen. Do it. Huh? I, I want him to. Cause he's good. He's going to get intercepted twice against sauce. The only thing I'm really worried about is Damian Harris catching balls out of the backfield, Ramondre Stevenson catching balls out of the backfield and Hunter Henry. That's yes. It. Yeah. That is a done. totality of, yeah, that's a totality of what I'm actually worried about. Dude, the Jets better win. Jets I don't like win that we all have it. Uh, but you, you speaking of expert picks, you know, shout out to Daniel Jeremiah holding it down for the boys. He <laughs> keeps picking the other like if you, obviously whoever gets mad does not know that he just keeps picking 24-17 the other way and every week it just keeps hitting. See? That's mm-hmm. the stupid stitches guy we need on our side. Switching yeah. up jerseys when we're on this win streak, man. Listen, if we lose this game, every single inch of blame is going to go on the jerseys, it's going to go on Elijah Moore, it's going to go on Zach Wilson. Like I'll tell you right now. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, I'll give you a preview of Monday Jets Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, like that that that's the three. Like the, from one, two, three, and then you know, we'll see what happens after that. Maybe yep. blame the offensive linemen. Talk about how the season's over because ABT's out. I All mean, right. it's just so clear. It's just this Jets team, Alex. If we beat the New England Patriots and we are six and two. If we're six and two, we're on top of the world. You're, I mean, it's six, if Jets are six and two in October, by the thirtieth, tune in, tune in for the rapid reaction. If we're six and two, bro, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, tune in <laughs> because we're gonna be going. It's it's gonna be buck wild. All right, well, and if you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio same platforms. We got that YouTube channel going up. Make sure to check out Winning Picks Weekly. These guys are on fire right now. All right, between John. Greg, Chip, these guys are doing it all. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Come on. It's for free. It's the easiest way to support us. It's for free. You don't got to pay a dime, all right? Help us out so that we can keep creating this content. Appreciate you all. Make sure to stay tuned. Here comes Shuki Wright.